Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces Podcast, episode 510. I hope you're all well. We've got something a bit different this week. A new, a new, maybe regular format of an episode that me, Chris and Stu are going to be doing. Welcome to Fantasy Film Casting, um, episode one with Chris and Stu of the Hardcore Listing Podcast. Um, in this, we're going to be picking a few things to fantasy cast. I really enjoyed it. I hope you really enjoy it. It's quite a long one because we got really into it. We've got loads more that we want to do, but if you enjoy this and it gives you any ideas, number one, tell us your fantasy film castings for these. And number two, tell us things you'd like to hear us fantasy cast in the future. It'll all make sense once you listen to the episode, I promise. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not really on socials myself at the moment, but I'm keeping an eye on the distraction pieces ones. I'm keeping an eye on general. So if you tag or post anything, I'll, I'll probably see it. But ideally, on the distraction pieces Instagram post about this episode, post your dream castings of these characters. Argue with us as much as you like. And as I said, crucially, tell us more things that you'd like to see if we do this again. We'd love to hear from you. As ever, we're brought to you by speechdevelopmentrecords.com. That's where you can buy all the merch. And patreon.com forward slash scroobiuspip where you can support the podcast. But also patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing or hardcore li- Just search their patron. It's easy to find, I'm sure. That's where you can support these boys. They're back to putting out um, episodes every week at the moment. So check hardcore listing out if you're new. If you've not heard our drunk casts, Go and dig your teeth into them. If you didn't hear the episode that me, Chris and Stu did a while ago, Top 5 Songs That Make Us Cry, I believe it was a two-parter, but it was a really good one. Yeah, as this is a long one, I'll stop rambling. Let's get into the podcast. This is episode 510 of the Distraction Pieces podcast, and this is Fantasy Film Casting, episode one, number one, let's call it. Fantasy Film Casting, hashtag one, which means number one, with Chris and Stu. Let's go. I've pressed record. Yeah, I look good. I sound good. You do, always. Right, I'm here today with Stuart Whiffin and Christopher Glasson of the Hardcore Listing Podcast and of the Drunk Cast. How are you both, guys? All right. I'm good. That's a really nice smile you gave then, Stu. (laughs) He's got a lovely smile, I always think. He was giving no. a sarcastic one. He was giving it was a, a. He was, I was being I was just showing off, one eye. Yeah, he was off. being a right w- 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 Wally. To be honest, you were looking down, so you missed it. Thankfully, uh, it might, might have changed your opinion of him. I wonder what your opinion would be of Stu if you paid attention more. Oh no, it'd be like we wouldn't be doing recording a podcast together. <laughs> I've said that countless times. If I met you now, we wouldn't be yeah. friends. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of true. It is kind of true. Well, but you know, um, um, if you don't think about him too much, then he, he's tolerable. And yeah. just to call him out, we did a podcast last night to celebrate his fiftieth. Yeah, and it was lovely. We had all our to- uh, guests doing top five things we love about Stu, and his laugh and smile came up. Just want to call out though that he's wearing the same t-shirt he was wearing last night. Yeah. I am brilliant. I am you animal. Brilliant. Mm. Absolute wow. animal. How are you, Pip? Are you all right? <laughs> he's off to France later, so. He's a busy boy. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. And I should say what we're here to to do. I 
I can't remember if I spoke to you guys about this years ago, but I've had this idea for a while, and originally it was going to be a separate podcast, and then hmm. I've not got time for separate podcasts. Stu's actually at the legal l- l- limit of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, um, right. so Currently illegal in some states thing. in America. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember at school and at college, in our college days, Chris, Mm. There'd be loads of fantasy film casting. You'd kind of be Mm. like, there'd be a rumour. It's kind of pre-internet, so you couldn't disprove things as well. It'd be like, oh, there's a film. Uh, Have you heard they're making like a a He-Man film? Have you heard? And and all this. And that was a lot of fun. And I thought it'd be good to do a little podcast of that. So you guys came to mind. And I thought I'd see if you fancy it. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a tricky one. And actually, some of the ones you've picked are the classics that that people sort of like really dreamt over. And it's funny you say the He-Man one because um, it kind of spurred a lot of speculation on one of the ones we're going to do today. Yeah. So much so There's one that that I picked that was the, it's the one that comes to mind every time. And I've almost got the people we used to suggest as kids in my head still. But yeah, we'll get on to that. Yes, absolutely, yeah. But I mean, just on the subject, have any of you seen any good films recently yeah i saw the uh the he-man masters of the universe <laughs> with Dolph <laughs> that was, that was, yeah that was pretty good Great recently I saw that. Good chris uh, I, I wanted to tell you about because i bumped into a mutual friend aaron the, the other day and i'd just been to see oh, what i've been to, to, to see i've been to see i can't remember oh no i've been to see a film called air uh, which is all gotcha. about the creation of the air yeah. jordans genuinely really good it's ben affleck and mm. matt damon back together again. It's re- it really good. But I asked him if he'd seen anything good and I could see him kind of pause, m- maybe a little embarrassed, and I knew what he was going to say because I saw it as well and loved it. But the Dungeons and Dragons film. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen and it he yet. Said and, and I hear it's it really you. good. Really funny good enough, fun. Yeah, one of the cast members of that is going to get a shout out today. Uh, so Excellent. that's a nice tenuous it's, it's, link. It's got a lot of lazy, easy comparisons to Guardians of the, the, the Galaxy because right. it is just a bunch of, of ragtag kind of losers all coming together to, to mm. do good kind of thing. But yeah, I went in, I wasn't going to go and see it because I didn't have a particular interest in it for some reason. I, I think all of, we've talked a lot about you, them doing your Warhammer type world, but it feels it yeah. needs to be dark and broody and serious yeah, yeah. and this looked like a kid's film as such. But um, yeah. yeah, I'd heard good reviews, so I thought I'll give it a look. Yeah, I think like the, the the last time they tried it, and um, what's his bollocks from uh, the Crystal Maze was in it, and right. uh, it was just a bit shit. Even, I'm not even aware so, of that. Yeah, yeah, um, it was a bit. Uh, it was a bit. It was a bit shit. So I was a bit like, ah, oh, but I have heard. I have heard that it's uh, not awful, and it's actually worth a. It's actually worth a watch. So I'll do that. Yeah. I know what you mean. I'm just very skeptical. You know, I just think if you're gonna mess with, he's like, gonna make a joke, like, guys. Just so you Warhammer. Know. <laughs> Like, you've got to get it right. You've got to get it right, Stu. You've got to get it right, yeah, yeah. Because, again, if you're you get so angry, won't you? Mate, I, I would literally just launch my dice across the room and uh, <laughs> I'd be so upset if they cast, you know, I don't know, James Corden as an orc. I'll, I'll, I'll be very, very unhappy, mate. Oh, he's not. He's more a river troll, I think we can all agree. <laughs> Interestingly, he may also get a shout-out in this episode, James Corden. So, okay. little, just uh, little, get you all a little, little bit excited. Well, yeah. to give people an idea, I wanted to structure it a bit. We're going to try and do three. And as I said, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that we do a few of these over the, over mm-hmm. the months and years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought the structure would be good to pick <laughs> Steady a cartoon. On, mate. Years. <laughs> Slow down. 
for the rest Fucking of our lives. Yes, Stew is getting on. I hope me and Chris do a few of these over the years. <laughs> we'll recast you, uh, and we'll get a Norkin. We'll be, able to, we'll be able to do CGI by that point. Imagine this time in two years' time. I'm here with Chris Glasson and my mate James Corden. Um, how are you, James? A legendary laugh. So I thought we'd pick a cartoon, a film, and a TV show, all to kind of re- mm. re- recast. In my mind, we're casting mm. them as a feature film adaptation, mm-hmm. but um, mm. I guess it doesn't make a big difference in the era of big TV shows. Mm-hmm. But the three we're going to do are The Breakfast Club, The A-Team, and the one that we have to start with because it was the classic <laughs> playground one, Thundercat. So Absolutely. Let's start there. Who wants to start with uh, your pitch for Lionel? Again, the, the structure is going to be that we've all mm. kind of come up with our idea, ideal casting and we'll debate it a bit and we'll come up, up with a final a final list. We'll s- send it off to Hollywood and their, mm. their, their nerds will get on with it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We'll, date, we'll debate it for a bit Come to the conclusion that all my selections are correct, yep. and then we'll fire it off to. We'll send it to Brett. Yeah. Brett knows. Brett will get Brett, it made. Brett's the man. He met the president the other day. So I mean, Brett like, met the we... president the other day, and his his current TV show has got Harrison fooled <laughs> in. And he he, he, exactly. he told a story in a newspaper recently or an article recently of of the first time he met Harrison to kind of seal the deal, and it's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. I recommend going and reading that. But yeah, he'll get it made. He can get all these people in it. So Chris, you. You start with Lion-O. All right, all right, sure. So lion the leader of the pack in Thundercats. I mean, for anyone, any listeners who aren't, you know, old as hell like us lot, it was like a cartoon that came in like out in the late 80s, 90s, one of the best theme tunes of all time. And it's about basically uh, humanoid cat people who uh, have got to relocate their home to Planet Earth 3 or something like that. It's all very high action. It's basically a sort of like He-Man was smashing it and they were probably like, we need to get in on this action. We yeah. need to get a new toy line going. And what and they else nailed is good? It, cats. Really. Yeah, cat. And cat, plus everyone loved cats. This is before cat cat videos. Yeah. So it's we before dogs were invented, isn't it? It's yeah. before dogs were invented. <laughs> Pre-dog, we had cats. And because it was the 80s, they were obviously going to be beating the ever-living piss out of each other and yeah. other animals. Because that was basically think- every... Do you yeah, think cool. lightning dogs got shelved like, <laughs> first? Like, because you'd pitch heavy with a dog first, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just occurred to me, there's a new TV show at the moment, a Daisy mm. May Cooper one called Rain Dogs, which I've not started mm. yet. Dogs, and I'm yeah. now wondering yeah. if it's, it's Thundercats yeah. related. It might be. It might <laughs> I, fin- I finished it yesterday. I'd highly recommend that show. It's good. Yeah, I've heard Fucking it's good. Great. So anyway, the leader of the pack, uh, the Thundercats kind of version of He-Man was uh, Lion-O, mm. where Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats, or he, he said something else, didn't he, with his Sword of Omens, where yeah. uh, gave him gave him special powers. Oh, you need to, it's going to be big budget, so you're going to need a few big names in there. You're going to need yeah. to pull in some names, right? So, And this is he, at least on the surface, your lead. Mm. Again, it feels like Kinda. any of those things. It's like, he's the mm. leader, but you're going to have someone else who's going to pop up as the, as the yeah. real favourite, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, so, whose face looks a bit like a lion? Who's got a bit of a pull? Well, the, I think Chris Pratt's face looks a bit like a lion, and he's done action roles. Now, this mm. weirdly is is going to come up, but I kind mm. of noted that we can't just because we could. You literally, it it was yeah. only when I was planning this. Mm. The Guardians, of the, the Galaxy, are the mm. f- f- Thundercats. <laughs> you could you could yeah. have Chris Pratt. You, yeah. you could have Gamora as Chitara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, could yeah, have yeah. Dave Batista as. Absolutely. As Panthra, Snarf yeah, is the yeah, little yeah, rocket yeah. raccoon. Like, it's literally yeah, 
you could yeah. just go, let's just get the Guardians gang and make it Thundercats. But... I'll tell you what, let's move on from Thundercats then. We've saw... We've saw... <laughs> That's all the Guardians it is. I mean, like, the, the funny thing about Chris Pratt is, I, I think what has made him so popular recently is he's got a bit of, you know, he can act, he's got a sense of humour, he's bodied up. Um, so kind of he's he's done quite well in that whole fame of frames. But look, if you if you my other my other person who's also got a bit of a lion type face, or do you not want me to call out my backup? Who's who's your who's your honourable mention? You've gone for Chris Pratt. My honourable but... mention, my honourable mention, who's got a bit his face looks a bit like a lion, and he also I mean that's like a very base level to be recruiting someone, right? So maybe I shouldn't be a casting director. We're looking for someone who's got a bit of a liony face, even though we've got CGI these days. <laughs> I like Sam Worthington. He's done Sam Avatar. Sam Worthington. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's done Avatar. He's got a sort of like if you're doing a big budget thing. He's got a degree of a pool, but also he's very used to big green screen pretending to be another alien life form. He also did a small film, I believe, called Cold Skin. I don't know if no, any of you guys watched that. Where I think it's called Cold Skin. He basically he, he, he puts himself forward for some genetic trials uh, that sort of turn him into a sort of super soldier type thing. Nice. I think he was doing that in the 12 year hiatus between Avatar I was 1 say and he's a weird uh, one because he, when Avatar came out, he was tipped to be the next, obviously, yeah. next big action guy, and it yeah. never really happened. He did, he did Clash of Titans and all those yeah. bits, didn't he? And they're probably big films. And then, I don't know, I have followed his career since. I don't know if it was personal reasons he got out or like Hollywood mm. does. It can sometimes just get a bit, work. you know, bored of someone and, and move well, on. I mean, I was going to yeah. mention the classic school playground casting of this, but I want to check Stu's selection first because yeah. it feels like it could be someone he'll throw in. Who are you thinking for Lion-O, Stu? <clears throat> well... A few things I should say first. Uh, I've never seen Thundercats. Yep, great start. Um, <laughs> but obviously when I was researching for this, when I looked at what they all look like <laughs> mm. uh, and did go and look at YouTube, did remember the theme tune. My brother would have been watching yeah. it. Uh, and I remembered the theme tune and it is a banger. And so I just thought, well, look, the leader of the pack's Lion-O. He's obviously got to have something about him. He's got to be a natural born, you know, front person, big voice, Barry Gibb. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic mane, an absolutely fantastic mane. Barry Gibbs, circa seventy-seven. You'd save on CGI, I guess. He could just absolutely. The, that could all be pin done a here and make up. Pin a towel. It does look a bit. Pin like a towel on the BG. Has Gibb had much uh, face facial stuff done? Because when you no. have a lot of work done, you end up looking like a cat anyway, don't you? I think so, he naturally looked like, like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. well I, wow. I mean, the school a, a playground tip for this or rumor for this was always Mel Gibson. In in Mel in that Gibson, era, yeah. in kind of nineties, it was like Gibson, the Riggs mullet. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not comfortable casting Gibson in anything these days because <laughs> he's just got a bad history of not being the best person. So, um, and let's move on for that. Well, my the person I had down for Lion O, and I thought over your Chris Pratt's, all of those, your Chris Hemsworths, mm. all of these, but mm. it's 2023, and it mm. feels like why would you have something and not cast Pedro Pascal? Because <laughs> he's just that wonderful. Just, he yeah. can't miss at the moment. Yeah, is, the Last yeah. of Us is amazing. Yeah, the Mandalorian. Yeah, even the more yeah, kind yeah, of weird yeah. things um, it does. The unbearable yeah. weight of... Uh, what is it? The unbearable weight of um, thing yeah, talent of something. with Nick Cage. That's, yeah. that's great. And he's he's absolutely yeah. fantastic in that as well. He's really good. So I've got Pedro in there. Um, and again, yeah. I think he can be action-y enough, but I think he'll be a likeable... Leader, it feels like Lionel has to kind of be the oldest of the lot because he's he is also the kind of the father f- 
Fager a bit. So yeah, I've got I've got Pedro Pascal there. And shall we move on to a Chitara, every schoolboy's crush? Just very yeah, just very quickly. Did you guys ever see? I mean, she wouldn't have done this. Wouldn't have seen this. Probably would have had no interest in it. But did you see where they did the fan fiction trailer for Thundercats about ten years ago? I didn't. You've never no, seen that. I have to have a look at that. So it was it was really kind of it was one of the almost pioneering fan fiction trailers where you didn't know that it was bullshit. Yeah. It was before fake news. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you, I watched it and went, Oh, wicked, Brad Pitt is lying Brad Pitt, right, yeah. And it looked really good. And so there's some other I'll give a shout a few shout outs to some other people. But obviously that's ten years ago. And what I found quite difficult when when doing all of this uh this recasting is especially for one of the next ones, is like age. Yeah. And like sometimes I don't think it matters. And actually, I'm going to do that. It's a nice link into Chitara. Yep, go ahead. Um, so I am going to go for. I, I had a few people, but um, the the wonderful actress slash model from all the way back to one of my favourite films, the uh, Link Later, um, Dazed and Confused, mm-hmm. uh, Mila Djokovic. Okay. Yes. Excellent. And the reason being is that she uh, has done loads of action films. She did now, all the Resident like Evil loads. ones, doesn't she? She's, yeah, yeah. So she knows how to commit to a to an action role. So she'd be very much in that sort of thing. And also, she's previously said, "I'd love to play Chitara." Amazing. Like it, you know. Yeah. So, so I think she she wrapped up one of her last films and was like, "Yeah, no. I mean, I think it's probably uh, I'd, I'd always wanted to do Thundercats." Um, and she said, "Yeah, but maybe my time has passed for that because maybe I'm getting on a bit." And I'm thinking, Mila, you look insanely great for your age. You're really in great shape, and also fuck that. I mean, like I think you fit the role. Yeah. So I'd I'd, I'd absolutely pop her in there. Um, I like it. Yeah. So I was thinking that. I was thinking. Um, there's another actress. She was in a, t- a movie called. Uh, Did you ever watch this one? Uh, the Babysitter. It was about 2017. Yeah. It's a cool little horror flick. Yeah, yeah, on Netflix, wasn't it? Yeah, it's Samantha Weaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I haven't Sam seen Weaving. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. really good. She's been in a few different horror things, hasn't she, over mm. the years? Mm. Yeah. I think she's got about the right fit for Chitara. Obviously, Chitara's insanely smoking hot. Yeah. But I think you know she's got a bit of a. Need to have a bit of something about it, and I think Sam would do that really well. So yeah, that was my backup. If Mila was like, no, 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 but I would, I'd be be one one hundred percent trying to back that. You know, Mila. Even I don't care how I don't know how old she is. I don't care. She's Drew, my girl. Who you got? Tina Turner. <laughs> no, <clears throat> I mean Tina Turner obviously has worked alongside uh, the aforementioned <clears throat> yes. uh, Melvin Gibson in uh, Beyond the Thunderdome. Fantastic actress. No, I mean, Tina Turner's too old, so I'm going for, for a younger model for this one. Somebody that can hold their own, not just on camera like Chris's choice, someone that is legit mm. uh, cut out for action. I imagine Mila Jovovich is still demanding big money from an agent. I mm. imagine my choice, you could probably get, I don't know, you could probably get, I don't know, 70 quid a day plus lunch. Uh, I'm going to go for Jet from Gladiators. <laughs> Incredible. Amazing choice. Yeah, I just think. And, and if Jet says no, lightning. Exactly, exactly. The possibilities are endless. They'd have each other's numbers. Like if she yeah, went yeah. up for it, just get their number, give them a call. I think Jet would be well up for it. I think she'd be great. I think. Imagine Ac- if you saw Jet Carl. strong. It'd be amazing starring yeah, Jet yeah. from Gladiators. It's that era as well. Like so, like all the fans of Thundercats are also fans of Jet. Of it's like uh, yeah. it's a Venn diagram, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They're basically overlapping circles. Yeah. So yeah, get get her. Or as you say, if you can't get Jet, get Lightning because 
the title of the movie is Thundercats, and uh, that's as good a reason to recruit her <laughs> as anything you've put forward, Stu. Oh, do you know so, what? As I'm saying this, and I'm now mm, thinking, mm. Wolf as Lionel would be fucking great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Full Gladiators cast as Thundercats. <laughs> Wolf would be incredible. Shadow <laughs> as Panthro. <laughs> You see, you see, Chitara is the one I'm most confident on. Or maybe I've got okay. two. I've got two. Oh. I think one, I assume, is where mm. Chris has got James Corden, and I think I've got that beat. <laughs> um, so for Chitara, I've got yeah. S- uh, Sophia Batella. You familiar with yeah, Sophia right. Batella, yeah, who yeah, was in yeah. The Kingsman, yeah, yeah. doing yeah. all the all yeah, the kind of shout. action there? She's got a bit of a catty face, a feline. Mm. She's got feline mm-hmm. f- features. Cheekbones um, going on, yeah. Currently just... Finish film with a uh, friend of both our podcasts, um, Ed Scrine, uh, Rebel Moon, uh, uh, which is oh. Zack Snyder's new big kind of, it looks like he's kind of trying to start his own Star Wars type, huge mm. sci-fi universe thing with her character as the lead as a an alien of some sort that's been moved from their, their planet and is a kind of alien immigrant and is, is starting mm. the revolution to, mm. to fight back. And yeah, I just think she's got the, the history in films mm. of combat of all sorts yeah, of stuff yeah. like that, and I think she's the right age as well. Yeah. She's she, she is, is young enough to make that one work. Mm. So yeah, mm. that's that's my nice tip shout. there. Good shout, yeah, I like um, it. I like it a lot. We go over to t- t- Tiger next. I'm going to keep this direction on this one as Chris mm. is going to take it really seriously and Stu's going to get bored, and then Stu's going to be silly. And then on the next sure. one, I'll go over sure. to Stu first because I think Breakfast sure, Club's sure. more his era. Beer, who've you who've you got for Tiger? It is more of his era. I'm just going to sabotage. I've got some great choices for Breakfast Club. I'm just going to sabotage the fuck out of it now. Um, Breakfast Club was the hardest one on the A scene that we the talked hardest about. One. Yeah, it is easily the hardest one. We're, are we, we've Tigra now. Yeah, Tigra. I found this guy the hardest because Tigra, I don't know, It was. I, I think he was always kind of in uh, Lion-O's shadow, poor Tigra. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Lion-O had the Sword of Omens and his neat claw hand and Tigra got a whip. Yeah. So uh, no kink shame in here, though. Um, you know. <laughs> Uh, he was like the level-headed warrior who was like the nerd of the bunch as well. So although he was like bodied up, he was also like, he was the guy who invented all their technology and stuff. Shoes nodding like, yeah. You remember he was that, the Donatello. He was the Donatello of the, ba- the pack. So I don't, I, I did, I really struggled with this. Um, I've got down a Jake Gyllenhaal type because he can get okay. himself bodied up. He can play a, sh- a reasonably straight man. He played yep. Mysterio not that long yep, ago. Yep, yep. And he nailed that. I thought he thought was, was really, really good, good as yeah. Mysterio. Yeah, so he, he, you don't see him in a lot of fantasy sci-fi stuff. I haven't seen him in that much. But I think he could nail the role. Um, I mean, Donnie Darko, I guess, is sci-fi to an extent. Yeah. But yeah, I think he could he could play that sort of like slightly more straight backup man to someone like the, 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 the Lionos that we've we've mentioned. So yeah. yeah, and I, I like think he looked good with a whip in his hand. It, his physique, for some reason, doesn't. I think he's a bit more squatty. Yeah, he's a bit. Yeah, that's exa- mm. exactly it. He's a bit squat. I've got a couple there, but again, this is the one I struggled on the most. They're ones I'm not mm. married to, but who from the eighties have you got, Stu? Uh, <laughs> no, no, I've gone more modern times. I just had a little look at him, and uh, and, and I've gone for Ed Sheeran. Ed, she- <laughs> Ed okay. Sheeran. Cool. Is this because he's ginger and uh, Tiger's got some? You, you said that. Hair? I didn't. <laughs> Scandalous. That's not a that's not a woke thing to call someone 
ginger stew. Yeah, I'm going to go for ginger uh, these days. Ed Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Well, well, moving straight on to me then. I've got two here, and Mm. I want to see Chris's Mm. reaction. I've got another one. I've got a backup one. So he's probably bodied better, but I'll save you. You've done more prep for this podcast than you have for the whole five years of hardcore listing. People don't. People don't want prep for hardcore listing. (laughs) They want. They want us dribbling in their ears for an hour, Stu. So my easy choice on this was <clears throat> Ryan Gosling because why okay, not? Yeah, mm, he's good looking. Yeah. He's Ryan Gosling. He's yeah, he's yeah. as adapt in kind of indie indie films as he is in big big blockbusters. Mm. Mm-hmm. Only problem is, would he be a a, a kind of s- sidekick? But oh, he's he's Ken in the new Barbie, isn't he? So that's the kind of ultimate. <clears throat> Sidekick as such, so yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Gosling's the man, but I don't think he's like Gillen Hall's too squat. Gosling, I mean, he's bodied up in the new Barbie. He's he's a handsome, he's yeah. a wonderful man. Yeah, he's too I much of a lead, isn't he? He's too I just much don't of a lead. know. Yeah, well, yeah. Have this then another lead, but I think he will work mm. here. Mm. Keanu Reeves. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. Keanu could work. That that came up yeah. really l- l- last minute in my head, and he's a yeah. bit old. Yeah. He's probably older than yeah. than Pedro, yeah. but he's out yeah. But I think he'd be really good as kind of the the movie. Uh, you, you do. You know, um, they're all going to be turned orange. Yeah. And turn into <laughs> yeah, sort of like exactly. cat-like things. So so age. Age I think isn't is, the biggest thing here. It ain't that important. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it really doesn't matter what where you know what their age or background is because they're going to be made fucking orange anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I did have another one, but I don't want to keep throwing these names out because they might, they might pop. They, they felt more appropriate for for later on. Well, we can hold off on that if you want. So, yeah, we'll yeah, I'm hold off, and then I'll I, then I'll do a callback to. I think that person could have played Tiger. There's actually a few other guys who were like, do you remember just quickly in the pun the uh, the geezer who played uh, is it Crossbones in Punisher? Don't worry, I can't, can't be bothered to get into it. Yeah, don't worry. Um, Let's move on. Panthera. Oh yes, big muscly bloke. Yeah, yeah. Basically, is is what we're looking for here. Who have you got, Chris? So he's strong, mm-hmm. and the last thing to go is power. So I don't, and and they say with age, the last thing to go is power. So again, I think the Thundercat. I kind of quite like the fact that the Thundercats casting is a bit older. Yeah, <clears throat> well, they're meant the to have a family dynamic, aren't they? So I think you could have mm. some older and some younger, yeah, and yeah. it can be, it can kind of vary a bit. Yeah, um, but I'm going to go with Michael Jai White. Okay, I know you want to cast him in everything. Just because Spawn didn't work out how everyone hoped. listen, it didn't work out for him. He lost his. He didn't get the shine yeah. that he deserved. Um, That's good. But actually, actually, look, let's have it right. He's he's way way athletic enough. He's muscly as hell. Mm. He's got. He can act like a mean badass like Panthro. Also, he's a martial arts expert who's really good with a set of nunchucks. Yes, that's a good and Panthro, shout. And Panthro used nunchucks. I hadn't thought about the so, nunchucks. I was going to say maybe he's too athletic in that you think of Panthro mm. as the power one rather than the, the jumper. Mm. But yeah, he's the also nunchucks a cat. Shout. Yeah. I mean, he don't. He has like under 10%. Like us three, he's got under 10% body fat, Panthro. And and so is Michael Jai White. So, you know. Uh, also, he played, I think the whole Thundercat thing does lean itself potentially a little bit campy. And or fu- with a bit of funny bones, and he played Black Dynamite, and Black Dynamite yeah. is an absolute is a, is a wonderful comedy parody of the black exploitation genre. Yeah, have you seen that, Stu? Have you watched Black Black Dynamite? No, it's it's very funny. <clears throat> so I think he could do that. He can do. He can get that comedy edge if you need to slip that into it as well. So, so Panthro is quite camp. 
No, but but Thundercats is a, there's a degree of like all of that. Even He Man, there's a slight it's a load of people little, in their underwear. Being yeah. cats, isn't it? So, yeah. right. Yeah, Who have you got, Stu? Who have you got? Come on, that's clearly <laughs> queuing you up. Yeah. No, I was just when you said camp, then I, right, I was going to go. No, I was going to move. <laughs> I was going to move uh, uh, Ainsley Harriet, but I'm not. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to go with my original. I'm going to stick with John Fashionu. Yeah. John Fashionu. Okay. Can we? Did you watch Gladiators last night? <laughs> by any chance? I mean. Speaking of wokeness and being cancelled, can we try and figure out why is Panthro black? Because it always the, every all all the all the castings in yeah, school, yeah, school yeah, playground kind of thing yeah, would always yeah. go that route. It's like they're all just weird weird colours, but for some reason he comes across as the as 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 the as the black member of, yeah, the, of the team. It's very odd that because in that uh, trailer that I said the fan made one, yeah. they genius geniusly did uh, Ving Rams in here. Ving Rams was always again. That's what I was going to say. Was always right. the kind of pick for the. The playground casting. It's it. just got. It's just got. It's just. I don't know. I just. He's just giving off that vibe, and he just. Yeah, he's just the dude. I don't know. I don't know why we go towards that for Panthro. It's weird, isn't it? Well, I, yeah. I've gone for for going back to Guardians. I've gone for Dave mm. Batista because mm. okay. I think he looks like Panthro. Like oh, yeah, just his face. It, like you'd mm-hmm. you'd need. He's got quite a feline face as well for such a big. Hulking dude, yeah. I think he, he. You wouldn't need to do an awful lot of work. You'd you'd put some funny ears on him. Pa- you catch him at a fairies convention. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. He's into that. See, I've got Dave P- mm. a Patista there. So we've got a few more here. We've got Snarf and we've got M- Mumra. I've added yeah. honourable mentions of Kit and Cat, but you know, oh, I, okay. I didn't yeah. send you to prep for that, so I only oh, thought yeah. of that that last minute. But let's go for Snarf. Who have you got for Snarf, Chris? Snarf is kind of a loser. <laughs> He's a bit pathetic. And also, I think, you know, if you're going to use all that CGI anyway, you don't really need to, you don't really need to cast anyone that's going to command a lot of money. So originally, I did have Stu down as playing <laughs> Snarf. <laughs> I just think you could really nail Snarf, Stu. But then I realised that, you know, that's probably quite upsetting for you, and you you you're too good for snuff. So that's why I then thought of James Corden. Of course, James Corden was because here. This was the one that, as soon as you mentioned James Corden, might be, be popping up later. I was like, snuff, snuff, snuff. I think everyone wants to see James Corden play a pathetic fat cat again. <laughs> The returning role. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Stu, who have you got in Snarf's role? Irritant. Um, just annoying. Uh, I've gone for Andy Peters. Andy Peters. <laughs> okay, I thought you were definitely going back to Chris then and, 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 and casting each other as snarf. Andy Peters, great. I mean, can can you pay him enough to to get him off of of this morning for a, a month or two's filming? I don't know. He's probably hundred percent. He's probably got. You tell it him made. he's going to be in a film, mate. Ah, oh, we jump at the chance. He'd be now. Well, wouldn't he? I've gone for again. This is another one I'm quite confident on. I've gone for Seth Rogen. <laughs> I thought one of you might go for Jack Black because I oh, think yes. Jack Black and Seth mm. Rogen are the two that fit that fit in mm. my mind as as little yeah. cuddly cats. Do you think Seth, the comic do you think relief. Seth, he's got the cuddliness. He's got the cuddly vibe, Seth. But I don't ever recall Snarf sounding like. <laughs> <laughs> he smokes 30 fags a day. Yeah. And and, and not fags, joints. Let's, yeah, let's, joints. let's go straight yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, that could be a push. I've got, I, I went to, 
to see the the Mario film yesterday. Really oh, good. Did you? Um, is it good? And Seth Rogen's in that as Donkey Kong, and Jack Black's Amazing. in that as King Cooper. So both of them yeah. work well in the CGI type mm. type world. I think Jack Black. I I I could get behind more. I didn't Jack even Black. write Jack Black down, but yeah, I think that's oh. that's winning it for me now because yeah, yeah, it yeah, does feel yeah. like it's a. Uh, yeah. And again, he's got a big beard. Like he looks like Snarf at the moment. His his face and hair and his build, <laughs> yeah. everything. He could. Yeah. He's another one who could just turn up and play Snarf. But I just think if you offer James Corden enough money, if you've put enough money in that in his face, he will eat that big shit bowl of shit, and uh, and everyone will really enjoy that. Him having to parody himself as a cat again, I just think it's just I think, too good an opportunity to miss, in my opinion. I think you're right. But I think we're so focused on if we could, we're not worrying about if we should. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we definitely could. Um, so, so on to Mumra. And this was yeah. a weird one to cast because we, yeah. Stu will be lost on this, but we need the old man version and the big demon version because Mumra starts off as a little withering old mummy and then goes in his tomb and it spins round and he comes out as Mumra the ever-living. What are your thoughts on this, Chris? I've got two suggestions here. Okay. But you you were like, yeah, the old man and then like the pumped up, roided up version. Yeah. uh, Roided up version. But like with special effects these days, what they do, I mean, look at what they did with like, for example, the Hulk or Thanos. Yeah. You know, they kind of, they don't have those body types. Yeah. um, And yet they look, they look wild. So you could always have the same character, but yeah. I'm torn between two people here. I think uh, Bill Nye did uh, wonderful in, if you remember Underworld, mm-hmm. and he played the old vampire. Yeah, um, yeah really Was good it show. Marcus or Victor? Victor. It, it's just so good in that. It's just, I, I, I love that movie anyway. And it's got vampires in. They're the ones that suck suck your blood, Stu, vamp- vampires. Yeah, dog soldiers. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's They're the ones, mate. They're the ones. Um, I thought he played that role wicked. Yeah. So he's already got previous, I think. Bill Nye is a good um, But my, where I sort of lent more into, I think who could play a really good mental pumped up mumra as well as a withered old mummy uh, would be Willi- Willem Dafoe. Nice. I, think he would, I like he would, that. He, he would do quite well in that. He's, yeah. I, I mean, Willem Dafoe can just Dafoe. play any yeah. any villain, really. But yeah. I like it. That's my choice. Stu, who have you got? I'm going to start with um, Burgess Meredith, who played Mickey uh, in the Rocky franchise. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Is he alive? A, uh, no, he's dead. Okay. Um, Are we just going to get one of those hologram ones, uh, like Tupac? It's a fantasy <laughs> film, film, right? They're not real cats. Um, <laughs> sure. So, just going to start like that. Yeah. Uh, and then I think... I was torn between something like Hench and that, but I wanted something that was still quite wizardy and quite wise, but equally terrifying. So I'm going to go with Mr. Claypole from rent a <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Can't believe you've not gone for St- St- Stallone. Have him, turn oh, from, have him turn from Mickey into Rocky. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> go in his little tomb. Coming he back comes John out. Rambo. Yes, John. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, now for my original old man version... I've got someone who's I know Stu's a big fan of, but I don't know if he is recently. That sorry, he, I've got I've got I've got to change. I'm sorry, Pip. I've got to interrupt you okay, and change. Go it. ahead. You put Stallone in my head, right? Estelle Getty is going to play it, right? So it's going to be I'm going to recast 
stop on my mum a shoot, right? So at first, <laughs> it will be Estelle Getty from the Golden Girls and it will then merge into Stallone. Nice. That's where I'm going like with it. it. I like it. It's a beautiful one. Um, have either of you, you watched a TV show called Barry? No, we talked about it briefly. Pip, really good. You. Really yeah, good. It's winning yeah, 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 yeah. loads of awards. It's a comedy yeah. kind of drama thing about a hitman who kind of goes undercover as as an actor like he's he's, yeah. he's 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 trying to he's trying to get out of being a hitman and he becomes an actor mm-hmm. his acting teacher is henry winkler and winkler <laughs> is getting so much praise for his performance in this so it's honestly as, as we've got onto the third series i think it's it's taken over as the fonz for me it's his, his best performance obviously wow. the fonz is iconic i know mm. it's calm down Stu. Mm. Stu's flipped his table he'll be back in a minute um <laughs> So I've got Henry Winkler and then Ooh. turning into J- J- John Cena just because it's a big muscly guy. He's doing a lot of acting. <laughs> he's doing a lot of things. But I also like the idea, kind of on Chris's thing of putting, um, forcing J- James Corden through horrible things. And this isn't someone I dislike, but <laughs> w- w- we make Christian Bale do both. Yeah. So we make yeah. him cut down to be a withered yeah. old man yeah. 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 and then we yeah. make him bulk up. <laughs> To become yeah. the big, muscly yeah. sort of uh, villain like, of the piece. <clears throat> Absolutely, I was thinking that for Defoe. Like you yeah. could get him to play that, and then then you just get him on the Thor training plan, yeah. where these actors just absolutely just start bursting. Because Bale the loves transforming. He does for roles. Yeah. It's his main thing, and him him in the most recent Thor film, I think it was, as the bad guy, was this kind of scary, withered, Mumra type character. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's who I've got there. I think I'm leaning t- towards a Willem Dafoe, though. Um, you, b- 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 nice. Before we go through and firm mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. for Kit and Cat, I've just put down b- b- Barry Keoghan, who's oh, um, incredible. just amazing in everything at the moment. Mm, um, yeah, great shout. And Anya Taylor-Joy, who I think could just make a great, great brother yeah. and sister. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's it. So, let's firm up. Firm up, Lino. Who are we going for? We got Pedro Pascal. We got Chris Pratt. I think we're the main two. Are we going to mention any of Stews? We got Barry Gibb. (laughs) I don't know. It does feel like that. He's he's, Gibb is taking the lead. Um, I mean, Pascal's kind of on a hot streak at the moment. Pedro Pascal. He was in Narcos. He's in The Last of Us. He's yeah. He's uh, Game of Thrones. Prince Oberon gets Thrones. his head. Oh, right. head yeah, yeah, you yeah. know the guy who gets his head smashed open. Yeah, yeah. That one. That lad. Oh well, yeah. let's go. Chris Pratt. I feel like he's he'll pull the numbers in. Yeah, he'll I mean, pull you, the numbers got, like, in. Pedro's nearly. He's nearly up there, but I think Pratt, in terms of like draws, probably slightly larger at the moment. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then uh, Ch- Chitara. I think you. I. I. I, I you know, I like Mina, but I, I do think your your choice was I think probably Sophia Bartella works there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know. So I was talking to, I was talking about uh, Jet. What, I was talking about to Stu yeah. then. I know. Uh, no. Obviously, Jet. Yeah. I, I'm not taking any of Stu's on board seriously. Um, <laughs> t- a Tigra. Who are we settling on there? Are we going for Keanu? Yeah, I'm happy with Keanu because, uh, yeah, I feel Jake is too squatty. Yeah, still going back to squatty. And then I think. Pff- Probably it's the nunchucks that sold me on, on yeah, Michael, Michael Jai White. Yeah, Michael, come on, take a sip of coffee, stand up, you're back in. You're back at the silver screen, mate. And then I reckon... Pump throw. Jack Black has <laughs> snuck in and stolen it as snarf. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Like, you, you're right. I, don't, right. I just don't want to give yeah. James Corden work. He's too busy. He's got too many. He's taken, he suggested too many other roles. And then uh, 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 Willem Dafoe, right? Yeah. Good. That's a tight. That's tight. It's a it's great tight. cast. It's a great cast. Yeah, it's a great cast. Uh, sorry, Stu. Um, on on <laughs> on to the Breakfast Club, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Who wants to start there? We've got... I've not written the character names down because you know them more from the original actors, don't mm. you? I yes. guess you agree on yeah, that. So yeah. I've written I, Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson... Molly Ringwald, Ali Sheedy, and Anthony Michael Hall. I've I've written I've written the character names down just in case people perfect. Just in just in cases, just so, in, absolutely just in cases. True. Who who have you got in Emilio Estevez's role? What's I was going to go initially with Sam Maguire from Grand Hill, but I'm not going to. Um, I'm going to go with Zac Efron. Okay. Yeah, that works. That is a. I'm giving you a clap with that one. Yeah. I, I think you've already beaten my one. Yeah, I think and he's mine. got. He's got a lot of previous uh, working within schools. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably got. Do you his... want to clarify that? Just right. just just in case we get slapped with a lawsuit. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and I mean, he's got that kind of obviously all, all the stuff he done in High School Musical. Mm, uh, yeah. he, he knows how to play a jock, and obviously Estevez's character in that. He's the uh, he's the sporty jock, and, um, and and what's interesting here is I've the thing I've struggled with the most is we need to cast young actors because mm. it's a school mm, thing. Yeah. Obviously, the original Breakfast Club they're probably all about thirty, right? <laughs> I, I re I rewatched bits of it uh, yesterday, yeah, and I was like, uh, mate, I'm so out of like this is the one I struggle with because even the younger actors I'm suggesting here they are like older, and closing I'm, in on their thirties. That's nearly. what I thought on Zac Efron. He's not a young lad, but I think no, he's no. got that. He's still, yeah, he works mm. in that world still. So I think it's still, it's not, it's not unusual. It's not unusual. It's not unusual for uh, actors to play. You know, you look at any of the sort of any teen movie. Most of the actors are fucking in their twenties. That's mm-hmm. just a thing mm-hmm. that happens, especially the blokes. Yeah, which get, gets into that creep, that weird, creepy world of why are the blokes always a bit older than the and, than the ladies. But in any event, yeah, it is hard to hard to get this right. Chris, who've you got? In this, in this, um, role. I had Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Okay, I toyed with Tom Holland. <laughs> that sounds I, weird. <laughs> oh, who doesn't want to toy with that? I with toyed with abs. Tom Holland actually, but I wasn't sure if I'd have him in Emilio's role or J- Jad Nelson's role. But, yeah, um, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I didn't yeah, go for yeah, him yeah, because yeah, of who yeah. I had in Jud. Yeah. I have in, J- in Judd's role because I didn't mm-hmm. feel Tom Holland felt quite jockey enough. I guess it's because yeah, he's played yeah. a few different nerds, but he is bodied up. He is. A cool, I think a big, cool lad. Yeah, give him the chance to show a bit of range. Yeah. If you've watched Uncharted, which I watched with my mum, I love all the action films with my mum. They're it. just, it's a, a happy place. And uh, really enjoyed that. And he plays a little bit more, he's a little bit more rogue in that. And so just go a little bit further and be, because he's not like the full-on bully of the classroom, is he? He's mm-hmm. kind of, a, he's in serving detention because what he, he bullied some other lad. But I think it's all because of, the shit he's got at home with his dad. And yeah. I think that, I think that, I think Tom Holland could sort of like show that bit of depth of his character uh, and do it. But yeah, I still think that um, uh, Stu Shout is, is the stronger one yeah, at the moment. Good. What was I, your I one, struggled then? on this. In general on this, I'll say up front, I struggled not to just keep, keep putting people from Stranger Things in it. So <laughs> I've got, is his name, I've got it... R- r- written down as being spelt D-A-C-R-E. Is that a name? 
I'm not, I don't know if I've misspelt that. Dacra Montgomery, the 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 lad who oh, was in season two yeah, or three. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, really good looking lad. Really, he's got the the, the kind of the, the face of a of a mean yeah. jock. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He's he's yeah. a heartthrob. Yeah, I've got him there. But again, I think Efron pr- pr- probably wins out there anyway, even I, though he is I a think, bit older. I think Dacra actually does a good uh, John. To be fair, yeah. Judd Nelson, yeah. I think he could he yeah, could that do could that role, you know, like the sort of like the the absolute rebel. Well, the, the thing with that is such an easy recast from Stranger Things because that is almost the same person. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, he 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 comes from sort of like the wrong side of the tracks. He's involved in doing all the things that kids at school shouldn't be, like carrying knives, drugs, getting tattoos, piercings. That was what Dacker was in in Stranger Things. Yeah. Have you seen his? Have you seen on YouTube? He's like, I love watching these uh, the audition tapes. No, I've not seen. Get, that get leaked on, on YouTube. They've got him doing his audition for Stranger Things. I need to look at that. It's fucking, it's, it's so good. It's, it's really, really good. He's it's a cool-looking like, cool lad. Yeah, he's a cool-looking lad. So he, for me, I, you know what? I'm actually going to, I'm going to hijack that because I think he's, I think Stu's won it with Zach, but I think like, I'm going to just hijack, hijack Dacra for John and just be lazy and just okay. say, I like it. I did have, Very I did minute. have, can, can we move on to John yeah, now, yeah, yeah, shall yes. we? I did add Boyega for John. I thought mm-hmm. John could maybe... I just think, just because they've both got the same first name, no. <laughs> I, thought, I think like, like even if you go back to like Attack the Block and his, his roots, uh, Boyega, I think he can play a real good tough guy. Yeah. And again, it's this thing where I was really struggling because John's... He's not old, if you're listening, John, tweeting. But he, he like... So it feels he's like old weird because he's, yeah. he's he's like he's got to be what he's got to be thirty. He's made one. He's played surely. grown men kind of thing. Yeah, Do you exactly. know what I mean? He's played yeah, he's played yeah, older yeah. than he is in certain yeah. roles. So so putting him in putting him back into a classroom just feels a bit weird. But then you could say the same for Dakar Johnson. And I think I, 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 and, and, I we're massacring his name. I'm mm-hmm. absolutely certain. Yep, so we're no really idea. sorry, mate. But but congratulations, you got the job. Yep. So stop um, crying about it, Stu. Who have you got in the in the Judd Nelson? John role. Uh, I'm going to go for um, Nicholas Holt. Right. Um, Ooh, okay. Uh, just because when he was in uh, Kill Your Friends, he mm-hmm. played uh, a fantastic ass, and yeah. uh, and Judd Nelson's character, he's the best character in that film. Yeah. And he's you know a broken soul, but the the, the front that he gives off, he's terrifying. And and I've seen Nick Holt do that in Kill Your Friends, so that's why I went for him. I think there's two I'm quite confident on here. Mm-hmm. And one of them is this, because I've got mm. a, a Timothy Chalamet. Mm. Um, oh, it was a, a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a bad boy, hey? Yeah, mm. yeah. He was really good in, was it called Bones and All? He was playing, he's playing like a, a cannibal type lad, but a bit of a kind of a rebel, a rogue, mm. a bit alternative and all that kind of mm. thing. Yeah, he's in everything, Stu. He's in the mm. J- J- June franchise. Call me by your name. Call me by your good. name. Very Little good women. acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah he's, he's fucking wicked. He's I love shit. the Timothy Charlet, Tom Holland power couple, mm. to be honest with you. That that actually might might start... Zach might start sweating because... Because um, they work well together. Because they work well together. Well, they're good buds. Yeah. Can you imagine their lifestyle? I, I don't know. Sometimes yeah, I get it? lost in this little fantasy realm of what it would be like Handsome, to be a 20s. talented young men. How annoying. Like, yeah, 
Zendaya going, oh, uh, my boyfriend Tom's uh, filming uh, Uncharted. I'm just going to go over to some, like, I'm just going to go and visit him for the weekend on some tropical island. Well, I mean, get your head around that. Keeping it, she might come up. Keeping it in the family. I've got Zendaya <laughs> yeah. in the Molly yeah. Ringwald role. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's interesting. Because she's yeah. played really kind of squeaky clean. Yes. Characters, as well as obviously going in the in the Euphoria direction. Yeah. Partly that was because awesome. I didn't want to just sling Sadie Sink in from Stranger Things again. Another Stranger mm. Things casting because they're the main young people that we all know, and they're mm-hmm. so as we've said, they're so comparable over to these mm-hmm. these eighties characters. Completely, man. I, I had I, I thought like when you, when you're thinking of the Breakfast Club though, mm-hmm. like all the names we're naming, they all would be trying to, I think, really try and muscle in on this. And yeah. like you would even have like Sophia Allison, I think, again, who's always played a bit more of a clean edge, is Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. I think she could probably pull that off, like yeah. a bit more of a, you know, the 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 sort of like high, high school sweetheart, yeah. the cool girl, but play it with a bit of a vicious edge. As much as uh, Anna Taylor-Joy, who you, who you gave a shout Joy out to would be really earlier. good in this role, actually, yeah. Yes. Ooh, so, God, we've, got all, we've, we've jumped all over here because did we all... No, we have done it all, yeah. haven't we? Because you you were saying John, you were saying Nicholas Holt for John, wasn't you, yeah. Stu? Yeah. See, I was thinking of him for another person. So, oh, Holt, shall we finish off? Shall let's we finish all... off, off the Molly Ringwald role yeah, as I've gone to Dana. Who have you got yeah, in sorry. that one? Yeah, yeah. Stu, uh, Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley, great shout. Big fan mm. of of Jesse Buckley, my taboo castmate. Yeah, and she's just I think amazing in everything. Everything. Absolutely everything. Yeah, just uh, I think one of the, the best the UK has at the moment. And, uh, it's interesting yeah. that. That's a good curveball. This is going to be good hard shout, to knuckle Shui. down. Yes. I'm, I'm noting yeah, that. That's a, that's that... a hot, hotly contested role, that, because everyone's really name who's been thrown in there can, can really smash really that. Really good, yeah. Oh, um, God. It's a tough one. So moving on then to the Ali Sheedy role. What's the character name, Chris? <laughs> At, weird, confusingly enough, it's Alison. It's Alison. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So th- this is the one I'm most confident on. So, Stu, would you like to start here? Yeah, I'm going to go for Lil Sims. Lil Sims, okay, that's good. Mm, I mean, we could turn like this all it, British. Stewie. This could be a full a, 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 a British Breakfast Club because I could see John, John Boyega in the Emilio Estevez role. Mm-hmm. I was going to go Australian. I was the... going to go for Lord. But I'm not. Lord, okay. I'm, that's why I went for Lil Sims in the end. Mm. That's a good shout. I, I mean, she's she's cracking. She's cracking in Top Boy. Uh, she can play that uh, sort of. Uh, I think that that more. Uh, she's portrayed at Alison as more the crackpot, isn't she? A little bit. That's how people see her. Yeah. And um, so that's that's a decent one. I went for, and I mentioned this. I think we did this on the drunk cast when we were saying what have we watched recently, and I said that I'd watch that show. Uh, Never Have I Ever, which was written by Mi- uh, Minky, uh, the, uh, she, she, she's uh, Mindy, she's in um, uh, the uh, American office. Uh, Mindy Carlin, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mindy Carlin. And, yeah, yeah, Kaylin. And so, but I think the lead in that, Mat- uh, Matrey Ramakrishnan, I think she's wicked. And her role within Never Have I Ever, she plays a girl who, I uh, said this before, she's kind of got a lot of things going on since the death of her father. And, she can easily, easily fulfil that role, like yeah. a sort of like a bit of a tormented person who people might um, give the side eye to. I think she okay. could do that role real, real justice. Okay, I like it. I've I've gone for G- General Ortega here, ah, who is huge good. at the moment. Um, yeah. Obviously played Wednesday. Yeah. Um, is in X. Is fantastic. Is in the Scream 
reboot franchise thing or continuation. And yeah, I just think she'd be perfect in this role. That's a really good shout. Um, I mean, uh, God, I think this, I think this is going to get cast. Yeah. I think this is actually going to become a thing now. I think like, you know, there's so many strong names being mentioned here. That's really good, mate. That's a really good one. Uh, so let's wrap up on the Anthony Michael Hall role, the kind of nerd of the group. Is this where you had Nicholas Holt in mind, yeah. Chris? Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, it's just this whole thing of like, fucking hell. It, like he was doing, like the, the age Nick Nicholas was doing Skins yeah. is the age he should have been fucking, you yeah, know, you're casting. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. Skins was 20 years ago or, or some 15 years ago. So it's kind of odd. Like I, I think it's because I don't have such a grasp on the really young acting talent coming through that I haven't been able to like absolutely smash some of these other other roles. Yeah. Stu, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go for Charlie Cooper from uh, uh, this uh, this country. (laughs) All right. I like that. I think he'd play this well. Yeah. Yeah. This was the one that I was going to cast Chris in as this kind of strawberry blonde uh, nerd. Strawberry blonde? Like blonde. (laughs) And uh, and I did also I did also consider, um, but he's probably too old. But Richard Iodi might be quite good at that role. <laughs> he's uh, probably amazing. too old. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be good as the teacher. <laughs> but yeah, Fucking I'm going to go for uh, for Charlie Cooper. He played, um, he played the famous Dean Lerner in uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yeah. He was a, a, an old producer. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, he was acting older than he was in that, I guess. I've I've got a guy in here who I think would be perfect for it, but I'm not particularly expecting either of you to know who he is. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Lucas Bridges, um, no, really know. good young actor. He's in a film called Waves. He's been in so many good films mm. in recent years, just always playing that kind of slight background nerdy character, but really mm-hmm. smashing it out of the park. But um, yeah. That was the casting I struggled with the most on this. Yes, same. As said, it's that you need a young person, but that nerdy role. um, Mm -hmm. So let's nail these these down. Who are we going for? Can we we put a shout out though? Because I think like the the, the teacher, the headmaster, the piece of shit headmaster, Mm -hmm. he was one that I also thought of casting. And also the janitor as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, in the janitor role, I had Jeremy Renner. Because I think okay. he's a bit of a man of the people, or John Berthanol, because I think yeah. he, he could empathise with John the kids. Berthenol like the would be great as a as a, gr- a, gr- a grumpy old, but yeah, but knows the score yeah. and it's kind of like the antithesis antithesis yeah. of the horrible sort of headmaster. Yeah. And for the, head, the the headmaster, for some reason, I'd want to see Sir Ian McKellen play a horrible piece of shit. But <laughs> I actually saw online some good shouts. Uh, one of them being uh, Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, I think it would be really good. And so, someone else had said uh, Paul uh, Paul Judd. Yeah, so I bring him back as the t- grumpy because of who he plays in the original was John, like the rebel. But wouldn't it yeah. be interesting to see him as a spiteful head teacher? So there were just a few like additional ones that I, I was thinking yeah. about. So who who are we going to s- uh, settle on on these? Let's let's oh, let's firm these up. Who are we going for mm. in the jock jock role? Oh well, we were leaning towards Estevez. I t- do you know what? Efron. I think. Uh, Zach Efron, I think if we went Zach Efron here, if mm-hmm. subject to everyone's agreement, mm-hmm. you could then, because then who was we thinking? Either Tom Holland or who was the other person? I had, t- had Timothy Sh- Chalamet down. You could, for the... you could easily put one of them in as uh, Anthony Hall's character, potentially mm-hmm. playing the nerd. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? Like, So they might actually... Well, let's you know, put Tom you... Holland in the nerd role. Let's put Efron yeah. here. Yeah. Sh- Sh- Chalamet as the rebel. Or no, let's... Hmm. It's a tough, tough one, that. 
It's a tough one, that, isn't it? Who else did we have down as the the, the rebel? That uh, it was uh, Dakir, wasn't it? Uh, that was another person that we mentioned. And who did Stu put forward? Who did you have in the J- the Judd Nelson role? Oh, Shoot. Holt, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Oh, I think we can push Holt out because yeah. he feels older at this yeah, point. I agree. I agree. Oh, even though Efron's older, but I think mm. Efron's just he is that role. That's what he's known as mm. that jock type mm. thing. So I think Efron. Yeah. And then, yeah, shall we put Tom Holland in, in Anthony Michael Hall's role? Yeah, let's do it. You can go I think nerdier. You do it. I think you could go nerdier, definitely. Um, and Timothy Sh- Chalamet then as, as, the, as the rebel yeah, Judd Nelson. Yeah, for sure. Look at this. This is coming together, right? Because then... A Molly Ringwald role. Yeah. Who are we going yeah. for? I like Jesse Buckley, but... Zendaya. Z- Zendaya sits perfectly it's because it's of like the rest of the cast. For it. It's gagging And people for will be it, all right? over it because of... The relationships yeah, there, exactly, exactly. And then who on again? I think I think General Ortega's perfect in that role, but I can't believe we're going to have only one of Stu's picks. When I think Stu has nailed every character. Yeah, he's in done this. so well. He's done so well. Yeah, who are we reckoning? Are we going with Ortega or are we going with Lil Sims? I think can Lil it... Sims go American? That's the question. We'll, we'll find her up and ask her. Yeah. Also, uh, Ali Sheedy's character. Barely says a word. Yeah, that's a that's a mm. great point. <laughs> yeah. So would you? Yeah. All right. I think give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah. Because because of, of because of uh, filming conflicts. Anyway, one some of these people are going to turn it down. Like Jenna could easily play the it girl. I reckon. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know. So yeah. we right. yeah, we've got this sorry. covered. We've got this covered. How are we doing on time, guys? Because I'm aware that we're going really long. We've got a whole another one to do. Have you got time to do the A team quickly? Time. Or? I've got time. Let's do it. Yeah, I've got time. Yeah. Let's get on to the the fucking A team then. Let's do it. Um, Let's do it. I'm such a nerd. There, I've put General Tager slash Lil Sims. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not, like, we'll see who's available, and we'll 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 get them to audition. I feel. I feel it's. A sh- I, I would still get Matreya to. Uh, Matray to, to audition as yeah, well. She okay. might, she might, she might slip in there in the uh, in we'll, the back door and, and grab it. We'll get them all in for it. Yeah, I also yeah, like yeah. the idea. I, I was going to suggest it, but I felt we were too tight then of starting again and doing all British, so we can mm. have Sims, Jesse Buckley, and a few others in there. But yeah, anyway, let's move on to the eighteen. We've got a cast: Hannibal, Face, Murdoch, BA, a guest female teammate, and a guest villain. Absolutely, that's our Carson. Who wants to start? Who wants to start? So, Stu, did you watch A Team, or was it a little bit? Uh, was you A Team must have been prime your yeah, era, right? Yeah, 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 you'd, yeah. you'd have already, you'd have already had a job by that point, wouldn't you? Maybe like, you'd have had time to watch Saturday TV. <laughs> yeah, like that was. Uh, I remember watching the the pilot. They put the pilot on at nine o'clock on a Friday night, and it was actually the bit in the credits where you see BA in his dungarees and his red skin top top, put his arm on the seat and look over his shoulder. That was like in the, the, actually the, in the pilot, pilot. The show, yeah. And, uh, and I remember like staying up and watching it with my dad and just thinking, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. <sighs> Unbelievable. It is, it's incredible. Um, I think like all three of these that we've picked or you've picked, um, Pip, all have got insanely good theme tunes. Like, yeah. so you've got uh, yeah. Don't You Forget About Me yeah. for Breakfast Club. Fun Little fact on that. Do you want a fact on that? Uh, yes. it's, a, it's a music based thing. Here we go. He's perked up now. Go on. So, um, obviously, that's performed by Simple Minds. Yep. Uh, when that was written, it was written for oh. Duran Duran and they turned yeah. it down because they didn't have time. Yeah. Really? So, that should have been Duran Duran singing that. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Mm. It's yeah. a banger. 
classic, classic, classic. Oh, uh, yeah, and the eighteen theme tune is absolutely it's incredible. A beast, can, isn't it? Can I just say before I we remember move the, on the to era the when they'd play the eighteen theme tune at club nights and people would lose their shit. I'm, I've definitely heard that at the Pink Toothbrush. Anyone that's ever now. saw my band. We walked onto that. Yeah, so we would we yeah. would all stand on stage, and then you'd just DJ disruption. We're playing in 1969. Crack come on, and you sent for prison for the crime. Yeah. You didn't commit today to anybody by the government. That's five so I was just fortunate. If you can find them and you have a problem, maybe you can hire. Then he cut it, and we'd chat serious problem. Then he dropped the machine gun in, and then we go straight into the first song. <laughs> that's so that's so good. That's so <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, I can it. I just go back just quickly? I like, I really did, even though I found it really difficult. But I I, I actually think all John Hughes movies would be really quite interesting to recast mm-hmm. now because they, they there's so many banging films. Yeah. I think I'd have to polish up on my young actors to yeah. really tighten it in. But, it would be you know, everyone would just be going over the five we cast in, in Breakfast yeah. Club. <laughs> but, you know, there's going to be... <laughs> but John Hughes did, did a lot of that as well. He yeah. did a lot of exactly. re- using the same people. So. Weird Science, Plane Trains, Planes and Trains, which oh, isn't yeah. a young one. Uncle Buck is not is a mixture of ages. Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink. So yeah. you've got a good old... Um, you've got a, That would be quite fun. Any Anyhow, the uh, 18. A, a weird Science would be a funny one. Right. Would yeah. you like to start this time then, Chris? We'll go back to you. Just one thing, Hannibal, right? Mm-hmm. And going back to the, you know, the sort of like the, the opening theme thing, there's a bit in it where Hannibal's smoking a cigar, surprise, surprise, out of a fucking, like, it looks like a dinosaur outfit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lizard. It's a lizard. And I'm always, like, trying to, watching the episode, just trying to see that scene. Like, always, oh, this might be the episode where he's in the lizard yeah, outfit. It, he opens a happened. kind of a hatch. Yeah, doesn't he? And his face is I there. I think that's smoking. in the pilot. In the pilot. Is it in the pilot? For fuck's sake! Oh, we need to get on the pilot. Oh, I miss it because back in those days, you you watch it and you either saw it or you didn't. There was no like, oh, I'll try and find it on YouTube yeah. or on um, yeah, like, exactly. You know, a streaming I'm service. this week. Hope it's the lizard one. <laughs> <laughs> Hannibal, right? So George Papard. Yes. Uh, infamously, didn't get on too well with uh, B. A. Baracus, and because right. uh, he stole his shine. Okay. Um, because of just how big a bigger character, character Mr. T is. Um, he's got, he, he was potentially a little hard to work with. Great actor, did some great roles, a lot of charisma. And also that, I think, was shared with him and William, William Shatner. I think they're right. both like that, you know, their sort of reputations yeah. of being quite strong personalities, great charisma. And I think Chris Pine, who played William Shatner, like took in, filled re- uh, William Shatner's boots for the Star Trek uh, re- reruns. Yeah. Um, I think he smashed it. I think he played. I think he played James Kirk to a T. I think it really was a great modernization of that character. Yeah. And I and, and I think you know as a le- like he could play the leader. He could play Hannibal. Fucking. He could yeah. play him really well. Um, like he played the leader in Star Trek, essentially, and in Dungeons and Dragons. That that yeah. kind of that that role of being the yeah. Yeah, uh, the leading yeah, force, you know, despite being a bit of a maverick, still. Yeah, he would love it when a plan comes together. Chris Pine. He's also quite handsome. Yeah, he's as well. Very handsome. Maybe too, maybe too handsome. You don't want to take too much shine away from face. But well, let's you know, not you get can... too hung up on too handsome because my pick here is incredibly <laughs> handsome. But Stu, I mean, it's not Stu. Stu, who have you got? For... <laughs> no, he's a uh, snuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, he's uh, got to go and uh, cast against uh, Jack Black and James Corden. Um, <laughs> imagine s- sitting in that corridor w- 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 waiting to go in for the casting. <laughs> you look to your left, there's James Corden, your right, there's Jack Black. In the middle, it's Stu with him. Go um, on, who have you got? Well, I think it's about age with this one. So mm-hmm. I initially thought of like 
that kind of older because he was a lot older than the rest of the cast, George Peppard. Yeah. Um, mm. So I initially thought somebody that slick always got a solution. I did think Daniel Craig, but mm. I think I think I'm a bit tired of seeing that. Then I thought kind of some, someone that was probably a bit too young. Mm. I kind of leant towards Taron Egerton, and I was like, mm, yeah. "Who's in the middle? Who's in the middle? That's super cool, handsome. I'm going Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. I like it." Yeah, I did see that one coming, but it is, it is pretty good. I could see him stealing it away from people. Uh, yeah, well, the casting, if they're not on their on their A game. Well, That's me backhandedly saying not good enough, but also well done. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, this one feels like a home run for me here because... Okay, all right. I've got Shrapping. George Clooney. Oh, that, that is really good. It's yeah. a fucking home run, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's Clooney. Yeah, kind of is. All day long, he's I got think, the age, think, he's got think, the charm, everything. He can, he can smoke a in cigar. That, in that corridor going, I've got this. He's looking over at fucking Paul Rudd and going, Paul Rudd's a fucking diamond, but I've got him beat. And then fucking... Clooney walks in. Fucking Gecko walks in. With an espresso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just think oh, afternoon gents ah fuck yeah. uh, I think I've me and Chris it. can sling us into room I've lost, 101 I've lost, it, I've lost it to the guy who's uh, started his career with Attack of the Killer Tomatoes but, yes. but, yes. but, but you know what George Clooney was my absolute like, like I remember when Dust Till Dawn came out and mm. he was just such a cool dude man well, and it's then perfect because he's got AR, that we, yeah. we've got wouldn't you have loved to have seen Hannibal's history <laughs> Because he is, he yeah. just appears on screen as this old veteran, yeah. cool yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. With Clooney, we've got that. We've yeah. got his dust till dawn. Yeah. He's out of sight. All of these, yeah. and then, yeah. 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 but yeah, he's at that age. So, oh, right, he's he's got it. He's, he's got, got it. it and he, we don't that's, even need to cast him. I was here. pleased on that. Yeah. So, Chris, who have you got for f- face? Right. So, I mean, I, I I had a crime this morning, and I'll explain how how that all came about, and then um, listeners can be like, "This is confusing." Okay. Um, so I you know you need someone who's really handsome, obviously, who's mm-hmm. really charismatic. Yeah, I'm blushing. I'm aiming, aiming, <laughs> aiming for blonde. Okay. Sorry, yeah, mate. Move on. Uh Alex Alexander Skarsgard. Alexander Skarsgard. Now I okay. was thinking, I was thinking of him for Tigra, but I was like, mm-hmm. he's too good for it. Now I think he's got he's got a lot of charisma. He's he's played comedy, he can he can get into a, uh, a comedic sort of... Yeah, he's got funny bones, I believe. Like, I don't mm. know if you've seen even his little cameos in things like Atlanta and stuff like that. Yeah. He's like, he's good. Yeah. He's he's just insanely handsome. He is. I'm obsessed um, with him. Of, of, yeah, I think he's... Yeah, I think he's amazing. And, and, and like, you know, ever since I saw him in his, like, little naval sailor's outfit in Battleship... Right. He's had my heart. Yeah. And I don't don't fucking for me it was back. true blood, but yeah, I, don't don't I, yeah 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 um yeah that was you know what I only watched the first season yeah. and he sort of like was in it a little bit was he was he called Eric in that yeah. I can't remember and, yeah. and Derek. but I didn't I didn't oh right, calm down Stu fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I didn't get into the second seasons where he was way 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 more prominent yeah. from what I hear and he gets but even I saw sexier. him in that in that outfit in Battleship and I won't have a bad word said about Battleship. And okay, I think we'll it's an amazing it film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me and Stuart we see him at talk. UFC, didn't we? He's yeah. handsome boy. We saw him at UFC. Oh, I got a photo with you? him. Yeah, mm. but that's what made me shed a tear this morning. I was like, I love Battleship so much, and I was thinking about the scene, <laughs> the scene where all the old timers are there. Yeah, and and uh, and they're like basically, yeah, it, 
it's right. They've all, all hope is lost. All the all the modern ships are sunk, and Taylor Kitsch goes up to the old timers. They're like, "Oh, what are we going to do?" And then you see all the old timers on the boat, and then he walks up to him. He's like, "Gentlemen, you've given more to this country than we could. You, you, you know, you, you should have had more." And what I ask of you now, I should have to. And they're like, "What do we need from you, son?" And then the Thunderbolt theme tune just starts, and I'm just like, just getting so pumped up. <laughs> these old times are putting together a battleship and then like by, by the point Rihanna walks in the, 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 the gun like one of the engine rooms and they and she, they go you've worked on destroyers huh and then she's like yes sir and he's like time to play with the big boys now and I'm like yeah and I'm like, why am I so uh, emotional about like a, a film that absolutely bombed at the box office for most <laughs> listeners this sounds like a fever dream that's juice that, that, that Chris really is having it really sounds here. like someone's recounting a bad dream yeah <laughs> I fucking loved it, and, and, and like every or a Christmas kid who's, shop- who's telling a story and, and hasn't got an ending, so you just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, then Rihanna walks in, and then, and then, oh god, it's incredible! I just fucking love it. I, I, I absolutely love it. It's, Chris, it's a Christmas movie thing, and I will always talk about Battleship every opportunity I get. Anyway, um, have you seen Infinity about- Pool yet? Uh, no, I haven't. No, you like it. It's really good, and it's Skarsgård, and it's weird and fucked yes. up. It's horror, yes. sci-fi, yeah, yeah. sexy, really everything that you're into. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm actually. So anyway, um, and just a little bit more on the Skarsgårds. We did a top five on there on on families you want to be in, and the yeah. Skarsgårds are just the best family in the world. And if my parents would have replaced me, so if they'd have done a quick really? baby switch, yeah, no one would have known. What anyway, could have been? I've spoke a lot about why Alex Skarsgård would uh, be the best role in face, but that's obviously that's obviously a misdirection. Obviously, Ryan Gosling is face, so you know. Right. Okay. Okay. Gosling is a good shout. I was going to say I love Skarsgård, but I'm not seeing him as face. But good, good, good misdirection. Gosling works. (laughs) Gosling works. Stu, who have you got for face? Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. Oh, <laughs> yes, very good. Okay, I like it. Mm. Brett Goldstein could work mm. as face. I'd rather make him play Murdoch. No, but... no, no, Mama, no one. <laughs> let me tell you this now. No one is getting anywhere near my Murdoch. Okay, oh, no one's okay. getting anywhere right. near oh, it. Okay, okay. Oh, I like it. Interesting. Brett Goldstein as face. Well, Chris has gushed over Skarsgård for five minutes. Stu, do you want to get into Brett Goldstein for a bit? I'd like to get into him for a lot longer than a bit. Um, oh, he's lovely, isn't he? Yeah, like, he's we, the best. I mean, yeah. It, it, you know, it, people don't need to hear us three one of the month off Brett anymore because we've done it for for years because he's just bloody lovely and it's so mm. amazing seeing the success he's having because it's uh, it's amazing and and well deserved. And, uh, and I think yeah. he might be too hairy for face. I think that like his eyebrows just, are too was, thick. As soon as I started to question any of it, I started to think of all the face bits in the in the opening sequence, and mm. I can imagine Brett in all of them <laughs> giving like a look round and a little smile, <laughs> opening a door in a suit. Just like, <laughs> all right, calm down. Hands looking great. Hands where I can see them, Stu. <laughs> um, well, I've got a curveball for this one, and I think it's mm. really good. But I think Gosling and Brett have both been really good as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As I said, natural mm. screen presence, mm. natural charm, allure, mm. smoothness. I've got Jennifer Lopez. Mm, you have really gone for a curveball there, haven't you? I think J-Lo would make a fantastic f- face. Mm, okay. I mean, I, what I like about the A-Team, a little bit like the Thundercats as well, it being from the 80s, I think you get a lot, you would get a lot of pick-up of picking people mm. from 
from these sort of areas. She's got sass. Yeah. Uh, she's really good in Hustlers. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a curveball. I can see her uh, going for it. Okay. And then came not to me I'm struggling on the face front. And that yeah. kind of like, that's, she embodies everything I think of from from f- f- face. But yeah, I'm, f- I'm, throw- I'm throwing that out there. Um, we best do our Murdochs first, Chris, and then we'll end with Stu's as he's bigged it up. I've, I'll go with mine oh, first. Go I've, go I've got, I've gone for Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, that's incredible. That's, that's a really fantastic. Good he's in Atlanta. Yeah. He's in Sorry to Bother You. Really good, good, good actor. Really uncut gems. Kind of uncut gems. Fantastic. Yeah. He's seen loads really of kind of got his like a really a unique style about him. Like mm. you really, yeah, he stands out and he's got. A certain way, um, yeah. That's my. That's, that's a great shot. I mean, to me, because my one is a little bit of a. Obviously, when they did the A Team in 2010, they yeah. cast um, uh, Bradley as a face, yeah. which wasn't wasn't a bad casting, to yep. be fair. But um, I Cooper, his but, name, Bradley Cooper. There we go, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. But um, the thing that made me immediately go, "What the fuck are they doing?" Is they didn't cast Jim Carrey as Murdoch. Like, I couldn't, mm. like, to me, like, that was the playground chat, was like, yeah. well, obviously, if they redid A-Car, a um, A-team. redid A-Team, not A-Cast, um, they would... <laughs> Who would play Jim John Car- Harris? Who would Jim, play Liz? Jim, Jim Carrey <laughs> <Is> would... Abs- <laughs> Jim Carrey would obviously be Murdoch. I mean, he yeah. was born for that role. Yeah. It's just that, so I, I kind of, I struggled to move past Jim Carrey because I just thought... He all his stuff on SNL and everything. Like Dwight Schultz played Murdoch incredibly, and and yeah. and, and 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 I just think that it's difficult to feel the that that. But I think Jim Jim Carrey really could have done. Yeah. But I struggle to. I can't move past it. So you seen Lakeith Stanfield? I was like, that's great. I think he could play quite a like 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 he could do it from outfield. I like that curveball way more than J Lo. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm accepting of that. But, but Ryan Gosling obviously won that one. So I mean, um, Brett's in there, so it's a tough one. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not right enough um, yet. Yeah. So that that is me. I can't get past Jim Carrey. But Stu, who you got? Joe Gilgan. Joe Gilgan. Oh, oh that's God, that's really good. good. Howling Man. No, no, good. he ain't getting near that. That's, nah. He'd be perfect. Oh, that's a great hell, shout. Really good. I think you're right on that. I love yeah. Lakeith Stanfield. Mm. I think if you were more f- 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 familiar with him, Stuart, it'd be a bit of a conversation, but mm. I still think it's a conversation that G- that Gilgan would end up winning. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, also, Lakeith, it's whether or not he's got, he's busy. He's a busy mm. guy. So is Joe. Yeah. But I think, like, maybe Joe would edge that on yeah. the, it depends. It depends what they want to do with their budget and stuff like that. And I'm sure there's absolutely, as I say, I couldn't really think past Jim Carrey. And yeah. I think there's a load of good people that you could put in for Murdoch, but yeah. Now, just jumping nice on B.A. Baracus, I'm going to have to remove my choice. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> um, I had gone for, for, for Jonathan Majors, who's oh, yeah, yeah, ridiculous, yeah, yeah, such a good yeah, actor, yeah, amazing in Creed 3, he's bulked yeah, up, he's huge. When you said... Currently, like, going, through, currently yeah. going through a, a massive... Domestic assault. violence, yeah. assault charge thing. Yeah, yeah. Not many details are out, but it no. sounds bad because all of his like his management have left him, his agent have left him. So I don't know what's going on there, no. but it's not a good one to no. theorise no, no. on at this stage. If I'm sw- switching it out on the Creed front, Michael B. Jordan is a big dude. For some reason, he feels too... He doesn't feel quite BA to me. But yeah, he doesn't. I, 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 so I'm a massive fan of Michael B. Jordan. I think how he, uh, when he played Killmonger in uh, yeah. Black Panther, I think that was a wicked villain. I Fantastic, thought he fucking, yeah. 
Chef's Kiss. I thought he nailed it. I really like Creed. I thought Creed 3 was really great. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit of a mad one about Jonathan Majors at the moment because it's that conflicting thing of watching him from like Lovecraft Country. Yeah. And then all the things he's done. Well, from Last then, Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. I went and saw that at the cinema. It had a, li- a really limited release over here. It's the last film I went to see with my brother, weirdly. It's why it sticks in my mind so much. Amazing. I'd never heard of him and he's just yeah. astounding. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Great and Creed 3 bodied up. But, yeah, but, ridiculous. So, so is that, is, uh, have you done your shout? Shall I move on to mine? Pip? Yeah, yeah. Who have, you got? Who have you got? I think, right, calling back to um, one of Lakeith's buddies from Atlanta, I think Brian Henry, right. who plays Paperboy, yeah. could play a really good B.A. Barakas. Yeah, because it, it is a comedy role. It is a like, despite him being the tough guy, it is a comedy role. And getting in the helicopter. And Paperboy is very... He's not a million miles away from that. And like yeah. Brian's like got a naturally resting, grumpy-ass face as well. Like And, and, like, and he's also a big lag. Like, so he's like six Have you seen him in one. Bullet Train? Yes, that's what I mean. He's got like, a bit of action in there, isn't he? He exactly. does that really well. Yeah, like Bullet Train, I really enjoyed it. I and really like, enjoyed and, it. And also he, he, um, he's got really good acting chops. Like not just Atlanta, he's done theatre. Yeah. I think he could really, he's got a massive range, that lad. And comedy as well, right? Even things like <laughs> the Godzilla versus King Kong. Like, mm. I think that, I think he could do it. Like he's 6'1", which is actually taller than Mr. T. Yeah. But I think he's big anyway. Get him, get him on that Thor training program for a bit. Yeah. Cover him in fucking uh, necklaces, and I think you, you're not you're not doing too bad there. I, like I, I actually it. found it's a few people from Mister T. Yeah. There's a few good options. Who else have you got? Mm, but yeah, Mike Coulter. But anyway, else? Mike Coulter, who played Luke Cage. Right. Um, yes. Just That's for a great example, show, actually. For example, yeah. there's yeah. Go on, Stu. Is it you? Stu, you, who you got? Michaela Cole. Michaela Cole. Okay. Michaela Cole. Okay. I like I that as a curveball. Mm. Super funny in uh, in chewing gum, just badass as well, just absolutely badass. And uh, seeing her hanging around with UFC fighters recently as well, so uh, I'm loving that. So I think she's a bit Andy as well. That's uh, a really interesting <laughs> curveball because I think she could play a really intimidating, like the wild she? card tough guy. She's quite tall, seven foot four. I've just checked. <laughs> That's interesting. Mm. I wouldn't have thought of that at all, but. I'm yeah. liking it. Yeah, I like that as well. I do And like I don't that. think, I think in the BA section, there's been none mm. that have, like, I like your suggestion, Chris, but this has made me, on the comedy and the tough kind mm. of element, I think she could play a really unhinged, intimidating, the muscle think, of the group. I think Henry would walk in there thinking he's got that role. Yeah. And Michaela could snitch it, uh, snatch it from underneath him. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, any chance to get Michaela... Uh, we, we, we've had, like, top five most ex- inspiring people, haven't we, Stu? And she, mm. she was in, at least in mine, uh, yeah. if not yours. I, I, she's just the shit. Uh, so any chance to get her into something... And I, I do think that works. I do think... Yeah. I, I do, do think, think it works. works. It caught me before, off guard and it was this like, oh, going, oh, this is, uh, oh, this is PC culture, God mad this is. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I think again, he's brilliant. I think I it's think a great, works. great shout. Yeah, um, I'm annoyed because I thought Brian Henry was a fucking good shout, but uh, yeah. you might you might have got that one there, Stewie. I think he's nicked it. So we've got mm. guest female teammate mm-hmm, and guest villain because mm-hmm. there was always a woman that they were s- saving, I guess. But let's make, no, but no, they'd no, always no, end no, up you, helping you, no, and being no. You, 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 the first series mm. when they when the, the A team first come out, there was Mr T, Face, B A Baracus, Hallie, Mad Murdoch. And Amy, 
Amy, Amy was right. the fifth member. Right. Uh, yeah. So for the first, certainly the first season, there there was there was Amy who was one of the eighteen. I love it. Well, mm. it, let's cast that role then. I'll jump in on this this quickly mm-hmm. at the start. Yeah. I've I've got Aubrey Plaza, who I just oh, think that's is a, that's a good show. Amazing. I think mm. can do your drama and your comedy so well. Amazing mm. in White Lotus. Amazing in just yeah everything. So. I can't get enough of Aubrey Plaza at the moment. So that was... And this yeah. is what these ones really are, isn't it? It's not like we're not casting anyone specific, really. It's like, who would be good in this world? So, yeah. You could get, yeah, you could definitely get a few. I think Aubrey's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I had down uh, Emma Stone or Margot Robbie. I think yeah. both of them. Uh, the reason uh, Emma Stone, I think she could play a small town girl. Or, or also Margot Robbie is like... And it's both people who can drift that comedy and drama and kind Absolutely. of be a bit... Tongue in cheek, yeah, 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 and they can easily play the whole like general's daughter got mixed up in a, an arm still gone wrong, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that uh, both yeah. those get, yeah, there's so many, so many people you could, yeah. you could cast in that. This is yeah, for, for these shizzle. are the loosest ones one. here, yeah, but yeah, it's easy. Stu, have you got anyone you'd like to add? I'm going to put Billie Eilish up for this one. I think okay. it'd be uh, be quite an interesting. I nearly mm. went with Jodie Comer, and I was like, I don't think, I think it's just too. I think she's too heavy for it. I think. Well, no, um, because look at um, Killian Eve. I know, yeah. but I, you know, I, she can... I think I just put her in there because I want to watch her in everything. Coma yeah, would be decent do. as Howling Mad Murdoch. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. as Face, yeah. or as BA, yeah. or as Hannibal. Yeah. She's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. why I think I'm going to step uh, back from And let's let Jodie Coma, Eddie Murphy, the A team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let her play every role. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Eilish, I'm going to go for. Have you seen her in Swarm? No. I haven't watched that yet. S- series that, on on Prime. Is that Jordan R- Pill? No, it's Gambino. It's Childish Gambino or oh, Donald Glover. Donald He's written Glover's it. In it, yeah. Um, it's it's really good. She's in, in one episode. I've got one episode left to watch, but yeah, it's decent. It's quite mad. It's quite out there. It's about. Mm. It's essentially about the Beehive, Beyonce's fans, but mm. they've changed the kind of name and everything. It's about an obsessive fan group who are called the Swarm which is cl- oh, cl- gotcha. clearly the beehive. And yeah, it's about this particular fan who gets a bit too obsessed. But yeah, mm. it's quite mad, but it's worth a watch. A guest villain, who are we saying? So I feel weirdly confident on this one, so strangely, do I. even I though it's the, so open and could be anyone. The good, the good thing is, like, if these if these all cast well, that you know, we can do... Like, like, picture this, Ray Winstone. Okay. Ex-Special Forces, SAS Mercenary, has been recruited... To fucking go and get capture, recapture the A team. All right, like Colonel Decker. Colonel, yeah, yeah exactly. But he's he's obviously got a bit of an East End villain sort of vibe to it. It's like having a different person on for the A team than it was for Thundercats, isn't it? A riff stew. <laughs> this one he's leaning forward. He's like Colonel Decker. Oh, Amy Thundercats. He's sitting there like Barry Gibb. <laughs> uh, Jeff, Eddie Lightning, who cares? Anyone, whatever, a girl, a girl from the 80s. But yeah. Sort of like embodying that whole like scum sort of persona that he yeah. played in that. Like, where's your tool? This fucking tool. And he yeah. does that in like early on in one of the episodes because they can swear in this version of the yeah. A team, I've decided. And, but then basically, in the, in the last, in one of the last scenes, like Act Three, peak of Act Three, the chips are down, darkest before dawn. The A team is stuck in a garage, surrounded by raised forces, and then you just hear fucking who do we have as uh, who do we have George Clooney? Clooney Sh- shouting out, "Where's your tool?" <laughs> Ray Ray Winston goes, "What tool?" 
And then Clooney says, this fucking tool. And then they burst out the garage in a speedboat that's been welded to a helicopter, just yeah. guns blazing. With a couple of snooker balls <laughs> in a sock. <laughs> in a, with a couple of snooker balls, because it's American. Rattlesnakes attached on the side. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's fucking, that's, that's peak A-team, that is. Yeah, so that's a lion on the front of it, <laughs> yeah, welded um, to it. It's Barry Gibbs <laughs> on the front, stitched. In. <laughs> it's true. Who've you got? Well, um, it's a purely selfish one, just because I've never seen him in a film, uh, and I think he'd make the best bad guy ever. And uh, and so, if this is my um, my casting, I'm going to cast Nick Cave uh, as the bad oh, guy. Nice, Cave as like the bad it. guy. Yeah, All right, like that'd be it. interesting. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Does anybody um, look can, more sinister than well. Nick Cave? Yeah, no, he no, looks exactly. so sinister. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He wouldn't have to. S- say much it'd all be looks he gives absolutely and then when he does open his mouth his his voice is equally sinister I like it I've got Mads Mikkelsen oh cracking yeah Jesus I've watched all these episodes yeah (laughs) he feels like he'd be perfect in this world and just slot right in effortless Yeah. yeah Right, let's yeah. firm this what's, up. What's he, do, what's he doing? I want to know more. I, though. What is he doing? I haven't r- 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 written it like y- okay. you have, but sure, sure, sure. let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's another army general of some sort that's that's, that's tracking him down. He played Le Chiffre in fucking uh, Casino Royale, and that was just yeah. a wonderful Bond villain. The fact that he, he cried blood, come on, man! Like, yeah. It's like he, he, the character had depth. It wasn't just the, like that that crying blood, just not just a sim- simple gimmick. I just Mate, thought it was. It sounded as if you, you you said he dropped. He, he cried blood come because you just followed with <laughs> that he was saying come on man he gr- he cried blood come on man um <laughs> jesus that's horrible that's what i was thinking um so <laughs> clooney's a lock yeah who are we going for for face i think lopez has been pushed out i love it but i think it's it's reynolds or goldstein's oh, winning it reynolds. for me for we my didn't even say reynolds Did sorry Ryan reynolds gosling gosling sorry one you guys I... want Goldstein, but I think you're wrong. Like, I love Brett. I love Don't Brett. Don't sound like it. I love him. And I'm sure at some point... If What's your do, problem I'm with Brett, gonna... Chris? Well, other than him being a cunt. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think... mean, no, that's a good point. Let's go Goslin. <laughs> yeah, Goslin. Right, <laughs> um, so we've got Goslin in there. Joe Gilgan all day. Yeah, yeah, good um, shout As Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. I'm leaning towards Michaela Cole on BA. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm down with that. Absolutely, I like I really it. Do. It yeah, really, yeah, I wouldn't have gone there at nah, all. It caught me nah. completely off guard, but nah. I think it's great. Yeah, and then the f- Amy, as we're calling her now, as we yeah. <laughs> didn't know that that was actually a character in it. Um, who are we going? Oh, I think they're gosh. all good. They're, yeah, all they're all decent, good. aren't they? I like Aubrey Plaza in yeah. there. Um, I think yeah. she'd fit, but I think. Margot Robbie's yeah. good. I was going to say avoid Margot just because her She's and Ryan have just done Barbie. Well, that, but that's part of the that's part of the, the the thingy of it. Like as a little like you know, mm. Ryan's doing the, the thing, and then Margot pops in just for a little cameo. It's like, oh great, look at that chemistry. But then you've got that with Emma Stone as well. Emma Stone, Land. exactly. Yeah, it's tricky, ain't it? Who did you say? And, uh, American Gangster, I think. Was that was that them? Oh, anyway, do I? I was going to say Jodie Comer, but um, I palmed her off for. Who did you? Did you, you, you switch? Billy Eilish. Eilish. That's right. Mm, Eilish mm. is interesting. Mm. I think Eilish is too young for the age of this group. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets a bit, yeah, it gets a bit weird. That yeah, I mean, they've got a young girl coming around I think, around I think you thought out. 
I thought you thought really well out of the box with Michaela, but I think you've just I think you've gone too far with yeah. Billy. Right, okay. I think you're the sort of casting director we're going to have to fire. Get back in your fucking box, before. you can. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think we're going to have to fire him because he's start, he's been getting younger and younger with his, uh, his with the girls he's trying to hire. Well, so let's go for Emma Stone, maybe yeah. because I don't want Ray Winston. Um. <laughs> oh, <fair. laughs> Even though you wrote a whole story on it. Um, I think Mads Mikkelsen sits comfortably there. Yeah. And then we've got two each. So that's a lovely one to end on. It's a nice even even spread. Um, Yeah. There we go. We've perfectly cast all these these films. If any film companies want to get in touch with us as casting directors, give us a Mm -hmm. shout. Speaking of of Brett Goldstein, actually, Brett had... Mm. Who was it? James Acaster, believing for years that Brett cast... I think it was Casino, because there's a casting director called <laughs> Brett Goldstein. Uh, and I guess James had looked it up, and Brett just on a whim just went, yeah, that was me, I cast that. It was like... But Brett would have been about fucking But again, he was like, sure. yeah, it's easy, isn't it? You're like, yeah, I'll have Pacino. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have, the, have De Niro. Because like, like, it is one of those films that anyone could cast, because it's just the best actors in every oh, role. God. And Acaster believed it for... Ages and years ago, one of the oh. first times I went and recorded as something with James, Brett came up and he was like, Did you know he cast Casino? <laughs> <laughs> and I messaged Brett immediately going, James has just said something strange to me, and I'm pretty sure it's bullshit. It's like Casino, like, yeah, yeah, he's believed it for years. I've kept that going for years now. So that's a perfect note to end this on. Um thank you for coming along, guys. It's been a bloody mm, pleasure. It's been a joy. Um what is ahead for you guys? You got anything you'd like to plug? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna go on a little uh, little trip, aren't we? A little trip mm. away in Shoes New Camper Van. Excellent. Yeah, because mm. you, so, you bought a camper van that you've, you you're kind of setting up as a mobile recording studio as well, but also mm-hmm. a kind of yeah, a tour around the country type bedroom. Said, he's yeah, he's provisionally said yes to the Lake District, but it's a light light paint. It's one of Stu's yeses where I think he he means no, and he's going to try and worm his way out of it because he's got to do all the driving. But I'm very yeah, much keen on. I've never been up there, so I think it'd be quite a cool little adventure for us to record some top fives up there and meet some of our listeners on the way. And maybe, well, no, we, we've actually started to uh, release stuff more consistently for free because we, we moved a lot mm-hmm. of the content to uh, to our Patreon. And uh, mm-hmm. and we're continuing to to put a couple of episodes up each week over on the Patreon, and we put the videos and stuff up over there mm-hmm. for our listening. But we do also put out an episode uh, to the general public, generally every Monday morning. So uh, I love it. Yeah, check so it out check on it Acast. Out. Mm. Well, beautiful stuff, gents. It's been a pleasure, and we'll uh, we'll do Thanks, this mate. again soon. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Bye. Bye. Thank you. You've been listening to Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces. There we go. I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you enjoyed the gradual waking up of Mr. Stuart Whiff in there. He's turned 50 since we recorded this. A big happy birthday and love to that man. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. And we really are relying on your kind of social media interactions. Tweet, Instagram, Facebook, your thoughts and opinions, who you think people should be and who you'd like to see us talk about in the future. Because you you might be able to change our minds on what we've cast here. 
I know there was a few absolute gold ones there, mainly from me, but, you know, that's a case of opinion. Um, I'd like to apologise. We will try, if we do do more episodes of this, we will try to stop Chris talking about battle battlefields. Is, no, not battlefields, battleships. Yeah, I'm back next week with another fantastic episode. Um, until then, stay safe and stay sane. Ta-ta.